the Sports Talk with Devin Wade recap. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. What we think so far. Lakers, were they oversold? Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade briefcast. Welcome to Briefcast, 35 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Of course, this is when I come to you guys solo without my special teams unit. But I have a fun show for you nonetheless. A lot of good stuff coming up for you, and I'll give you a rundown of just that. Of course, our special teams unit will be coming your way shortly. It's football season, so I know those guys and gal are going to want to get in on that. I don't know how you found us, but I can tell you where to go for one-stop shopping for all things Wade's Word or Sports Talk with Devin Wade or the Friday Express. Go to wadeswordproductions.com. That's W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D productions.com. There you can listen to all the episodes on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page. You can go to the We the People page and vote and comment on forums and uh, sort of poll questions I have for you guys. You can go to the TFE page and learn all about the TFE family, the D-Hive, hashtag love is real. You can shop. You can shop. I'll have uh, gear up shortly, and uh, you can see our other sponsors and connect with them as well. So a lot on that page and a lot about me and some of the things that I do and just, uh, hey, all of those fun things. So you definitely want to check that out, wadeswordproductions.com. Com. You can email me there. You can sign up for the newsletter and uh, all those, all that fun stuff that goes with just being connected with the program and with the other people who are connected to the program. So this time out, we're going to do brand new. And that's why I'll give you a rundown of what's going on with me, because what's the show about sports from me without a piece of me? So I'll give you a piece of my heart, a piece of my soul by giving you insight into my personal situation. I know you can't wait for that. In addition to that, we have some headlines, a lot to talk about in college football, NFL football, and uh, some Major League Baseball. So a lot of stuff we can get into, some U.S. Open stuff as well. Then we'll get to talk a little bit about the We the People and what we have coming up on that segment and on the website and on the social media sites as well. In addition to that, we'll have a timeout where we'll hear from our sponsor and DJ Anarchy, our resident DJ. We'll have a snippet of a mix from him and a little bit bigger snippet at the end of the show. And then we will hear from Robin Owens, with meal prep with me now i'll tell you all about meal prep with me she's going to tell you a lot about it Um, but we were able to connect with her because she has something fun coming up so for the fellas who want to get in the kitchen and try something out of for the ladies who want to do tailgating in a different way we have something fun that's sort of getting us fired up for football season so that's coming up in the second half of the show i'll tell you more about that and then we'll hear from her then we have the Lamont Award. I'm tossing and turning. I've struggled with this one, but I think I got one I'm going to have for today. But I already have another recipient of the Lamont Award queued up, and his name is LeBron James. But that's not this episode. He's on the list. He made the list. So the list constantly gets longer. So uh, that's coming up. And, of course, we close out the show with Before I Let Go. Uh, Now, in addition to wadeswordproductions.com, which, again, I hope all of you guys go to, please go visit the site. We update it constantly. We have some fun stuff. We'll have some editorials. I will have everybody's NFL picks on the website as well. So all of that stuff will be there. But in addition to that, you can go to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group 
on Facebook and of course the Friday Express group hashtag love is real that's on the music side so you know for all of those folks in Houston and around Houston around the country and around the world we get calls uh, occasionally from around the world who are listening to the Friday Express hey again you can go to the TFE page on Facebook. But again, we want everybody at the WadesWordProductions.com website. WadesWordProductions.com. And we have a phone number. Now, that's a big, big deal. And I'll tell you more about that as well. With that, let's get into what's brand new. Brand new, brand new, brand new. What's brand new with me, uh, many of you know that I am at my busiest points during uh, the year, during football season. I am the color analyst for Texas Southern Tiger football broadcast on KTSU Radio. I've been doing that for 27 years, of course, covered the NFL, and uh, you know I'm busy a lot this time of year. A lot going on. Baseball will be going on. Astros will make a run. We hope to the World Series, so that's coming up. And the last thing that I can afford is uh, to go down. And I try to stay as healthy as I can. I try to do the little things that I can, you know, wash my hands the extra seven or eight times a day to try to prevent myself from getting a cold. I have gotten a flu shot for the first time. I did that last year. As I get older, I'm starting to, you know, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that, but I've done the, the flu shot last year. I'll probably do it again this year. And so I do the things that I can. But I tell you what, I had a brush with my own mortality. I hadn't gotten, I'm not, I hadn't wasn't shot at, I hadn't had a bad car accident or, or any of those things, but I am injured. I'm, I'm hurt. And I, it came as a shock. And although there are, there's blame to go around and truly I can blame myself, but I also can blame a hoe. Now, again, I know what you're saying. Wait, wait, how can he, wait a minute. This is not that type of podcast. No, I mean, an actual garden hoe. Now the way this happened, and let me sort of paint a picture for you. I have a sort of a board, a pegboard, and you can stick these uh, brackets on them, and you can hang your tools on the wall. They'll stay up there, and everything's fine. Except my dog got rambunctious one day, knocked down the garden hole in the garage. I get out of the car one day. This is Friday. Get out of the car, walking in the house, ho-hum, whistling, and lo and behold, I step on the garden hole, a trip over the garden hole, and go down like I was shot. I mean, it was like bang, bang. And I hit my knee. I landed on my kneecap. And I don't I don't know if you, I mean, many of you have not done the research to see, you know, what I look like or whatever. But I'm a lot of man. And so when I, when I go down on that one knee, that's a lot to put on. That's a lot of pressure to put on any one body part. Went down hard. And I went down so fast. It was, I'm telling you, it was a shock. So once I landed on my knee, I was so afraid that I had just, blew up my patella i just thought that i had decimated my kneecap so i laid there for a moment partly in shock and you know i don't know if you ever had a car accident or something like that and you sort of sit there and you were let me let me self let me take a split second here to evaluate to make sure i'm okay see let me see where i am in this whole process well i sat there for a second trying to figure out where the pain all the places that the pain was coming from because at my age and again i'm not young but i'm not old but at this point, you can go to sleep and wake up sore. And you're like, well, what in the hell happened overnight that I'm hurt? But it happens. So I lay down for a second. Well, I stayed down. I, I didn't lay down. I was shot down. And, and I laid there, and I, 
I just knew that once I turned over, I was going to have to have knee surgery. And I had a show to do that night and a game to do the next day and another show and a podcast, all of those things. I had all of that stuff coming up. I just couldn't be hurt. So I sat there for a moment and I turned over and I, I didn't break the kneecap and I didn't have to go to the ER. I probably should have because I'm hearing sounds that come out of my, my knee that probably shouldn't be coming out of my knee. But I'm wounded. But like the trooper that I am, did the Friday Express, did KTSU Sports Talk the next morning, and, of course, did the Labor Day Classic. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the Labor Day Classic. But, yeah, it was a garden hoe that almost uh, brought your boy down uh, for good. I almost missed a, a bunch of things. I'm like, man, I just envisioned ER, uh, you know, the emergency room and then surgery and then a walk. I mean, I had all that figured out in the, in the, I guess, the 15, 20 seconds that I stayed there on the ground. But it was, I'm still sore in places. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Because I, when I fell, I reached for something that wasn't there. I reached. And, boy, I knew it was going to happen. And it was, bam, I was on the ground. I hadn't fallen like that since I was, I ran the 400 in high school. And for those people at Butler Stadium that day, you will ever, forever get a chuckle out of that because that was hilarious for them. Now, traumatic for me as a, a high school sophomore running in his first 400 in front of a large audience at Butler Stadium. So that's what's brand new with me. I'm recovering. I'll be fine. And life can go on and, and we're good. With that, let's get into some headlines. A lot going on in the headlines, and uh, I'm going to get to the Texans and the NFL and all that stuff a little bit later on. But for me, the Labor Day weekend started, of course, with the Labor Day Classic. The Texas Southern Tigers fell to the Prairie View A&M Panthers. Our last uh, briefcast, we heard from Panthers assistant head coach Bubba McDowell. He was on the other side, and he was on the winning side. Texas Southern Tigers, under brand-new coach Clarence McKinney, fell short. I mean, it was a competitive game for the first half, and then I think uh, the Panthers went on a 38-7 to run or something like that, uh, and it got, got away from the Texas Southern Tigers, but it was our first look uh, at the coach. Clarence McKinney Tigers and it was you know again there was a lot to be impressed by I think that the Tigers have found a quarterback that can lead them if he can stay healthy. And uh, the running rota- running back rotation was really good. Want more consistency out of the receivers. I mean, you know, again, there's no preseason in college football. So what you saw there uh, was a lot of uh, work in progress. And we'll see what this team turns into. But to lose the purview is probably not a shameful thing when you think about this team. I think this team has, is as competitive as any in the swag. I'm talking about purview you right now and Dewanya Tucker their running back man he is he's a, a little bitty grown man that dude can run the rock and he was the difference maker he ran for nearly 200 I don't know what the I have the final book um, I don't know if he exceeded 200 yards but he was close and that dude just got it done he was a difference maker for them a lot of poise from their quarterback and that team will win a lot of games but I have to tell you I was proud and impressed with the Texas Southern Tigers they have some things to shore up I mean Anytime you lose and lose and give up that many points and lose substantially, I think that, you know, you know you have your work cut out for you. But that was a really, really good Prairie View team. And as the season progresses, we will see that they lost to a team that is going to beat a lot of teams. And maybe they'll extend their winning streak over uh, the Grambling State Tigers and the State Fed Classic and all of that stuff. So we, we'll have to see how good they do with the Texas Southern Tigers. We got our first look. I'm happy, not with the result, but what, what I saw. The guys were competitive. 
I think they were just a little overmatched in other places. And I thought that they were coached well, and I thought the effort was there. And there were a couple guys in that secondary for Texas Southern that gave a lot of uh, just a lot of effort and did work. Joshua Murray was one of them. Uh, Matthew Stevenson was another one. So those guys are doing work, and uh, we'll have to see how they grow. But the schedule doesn't get any easier as they go to San Antonio to face uh, in chronic words. So we'll bring you all of the action myself along with Larry the Chatterbox Hell on KTSU 90.9 Saturday pregame 6 p.m. kickoff 6.30. So uh, that should be a lot of fun to take this show on the road. But, uh, again, that was a, a team that is headed in the right direction, although the scoreboard didn't bear that out. On the flip side, Dana Hogerson for the University of Houston, he made his debut against Oklahoma, and they looked – outcoached they didn't i mean look oklahoma is good number four in the country but they can't be that much better than the university of houston cougars i mean especially on the the offensive side of the ball it just looked like they had no plans they had no idea what they were doing on either side of the ball for large portions of that game later on in that game they got some things established. They ran the ball well. Carr is a running back for them, I thought. Uh, he looked really, really good. And uh, Derek uh, King, I thought he uh, he struggled early on, and then he started to come alive. But that's a hard environment to go on the road, your first game of the year, in that environment, in Norman, Oklahoma. And at, what, 85,000, almost 85,000 fans there for that. And you have Kyler Murray in the building. You have Jalen Hurts, a Houstonian, who, by the way, is uh, his brother, older brother, played for Texas Southern, a quarterback. His father's a coach at, uh, or was a coach, I think he still is, at Channel View High School. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if he's still there or not, but uh, these are Houston folks. So a Houston guy, Houston area guy, beat up on the Cougars. That happened. The SWAC MEAC Challenge took place, and Bethune-Cookman beat Jackson State. Jackson State really was doing work early on, didn't capitalize on what they were doing offensively, and subsequently started to turn over the football, and Bethune-Cookman in the second half, was scoreless in the first half, came out and just blew them out of the water in the second half, and uh, we were trying to get, and we still may try to get Coach Terry Sims to have a conversation with him, but in addition to that, Alabama A&M played in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio against Morehouse. And uh, those those games went up against one another on television. That wasn't big on that. Not happy about that. You want those guys, those games to uh, stand alone. You don't want two, the two HBCU games to compete against one another on national television when there were no other games going on. But nonetheless, both of those games were nationally televised when there were no other games on. And I thought both of the games were very, very entertaining. Now, let's get to baseball. Justin Verlander yesterday, his third no-hitter for the Houston Astros. I mean, look. It was against the Toronto Blue Jays, and he was a walk away from a perfect game. 36 years old, he continues to get better. The Astros are doing well, just have to stay healthy. You know, these are the, I think they're nine or ten games up in their division. They just have to stay healthy and stay sharp going down the stretch and then see where the chips may fall as it pertains to, you know, where it, where they be, where they have the home field advantage and uh, host the Yankees for game seven. Uh, like uh, MK Bauer said, oh, do we have to go to New York? We in this week. 
Yes, when you're winning like that, I can say we. But no, the Houston Astros, if they'll have to go to New York. That's going on. The U.S. Open is going on. This has been a really, really good U.S. Open on the women's side. Several women have done work, including Naomi Osaka, the number one seed, who went down today, Labor Day. She went down. And also, uh, Serena's still rolling. She's in, made it to the quarterfinal. Uh, Madison Keys, she lost, but there are two Americans left that have an opportunity to go to the quarterfinals. One is Taylor Townsend. Now, everybody's talking about Coco Goff, and uh, Coco Goff is doing work. She's, she's awesome. She's a youngster. She's a, a bright, sensational star, somebody you can get, her, get on board with rooting for. America has embraced her. We love her, even in defeat. And uh, that's going to be a great story moving forward. But also, don't sleep on Taylor Townsend, African-American tennis player. She's ranked 116th in the country and 93rd in double. But she's from Chicago, Illinois, and I tell you what, man, she is 23 years old. She's playing well, and while we're talking about Coco and Naomi Osaka and Serena, Taylor Townsend has quietly made it to the fourth round and may very well make it to the quarterfinals. So we'll have to see. I think that takes place today. But Serena's already there. She's playing well after a scare early on. And now she doesn't have to face Osaka, who beat her in the finals last year. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Because, again, after all, we talk about everything here on the podcast. But let's get to the thing that everybody's talking about in the city of Houston. You have to talk about the Houston Texans. And, you know, I kill the Texans all the time. And and I'm probably going to kill them here. But I'm going to say some good things. (laughs) I'm going to say some good things about them. But I don't mean it all. Okay, so here's the deal. So you make a deal. You get rid of Clowney. You ran Clowney out of town. You say you didn't didn't believe in him enough to make the long-term commitment. Okay, maybe you don't want to give him Khalil Mack money. You don't want to give him big, big money. But, I mean, you have to take care of him long-term. I can understand a little bit if he was just holding out strictly for, like, Mack's money, you know, sort of, you know, big-time, big-time, you know, highest-paid type dollars. I can understand that. But it seemed like there was a middle ground between franchising and and a, a deal that you can live with. Uh, that uh, that you couldn't live with. There was a middle ground between what you couldn't live with and the franchise tag that could have satisfied him. Uh, I don't think, and I said this in the last podcast, and I'm probably on the show, I don't know where, and I've said it multiple times, this organization never loved Jadavion Clowney. They never appreciated him. They have sort of ridden till the wheels have fallen off the J.J. Watt narrative of he just works so much harder than the next guy. We want every guy to be like this guy. I think that that is a bit overstated, although you can't deny that J.J. Watt is the real deal. He works really hard, but you cannot get to the NFL. You cannot get to the NFL anymore if you don't work hard. Maybe back in the 70s, late 60s, you could drink beer, smoke cigarettes, and go out there and, and ball out not like that anymore the game is different the pace is different and these guys are in tremendous shape almost year round so you you just can't not you just can't get to the league without being you know a hard worker in shape or committed and i just think that they didn't like the way he 
committed himself. And, you know, when Bill O'Brien says something nice about Jadavion Clowney, you just feel like he's lying. You just feel like you're just trying to play the game. He doesn't pull it off very well. But he even today he said in the press conference uh, good things about Jadavion Clowney. But now he doesn't feel that high about him, uh, high enough to, to have paid him. So now you trade him to – the Seattle Seahawks for a third round pick, and not only that, you and you get a couple of guys in return. Nothing, nobody that that's going to make a huge impact. Although it gives you depth on the defensive side, I think Barcavius Mingo only. I mean, at the most, he started eleven games in the season. He's bounced around the league, so he's kind of a journeyman. Other kid is twenty three years old, and they say well, maybe he has a nice upside. We'll see, but he's not Jadavion Clowney. That won't replace him. In addition. To that, I've heard that uh, the I read that the Texans have sent seven million dollars uh, to uh, to Seattle with that to help pay your salary. So you do that, and so now I'm like, okay, it's over. First of all, you devalue this guy, and it got out that he was in, talking to the folks in uh, in Miami, and he didn't want to go there. So now you can't get a first rounder for him. You can't get, uh, you know, really good value. You didn't get a second rounder for him. You got a third rounder. So I'm all ready to just beat them up. And then they add Carlos Hyde for a, a guard, and that'll give you some depth in the backfield. So, okay, that's a little bit better, but you still didn't address the offensive line. Well, then they, the other shoe fell, and Laramie Tunzel ended up a Houston Texan. But for what? at what cost? At what cost? At, for two number ones and a number two. And then, of course, you get Kenny Stills, who may have been cut anyway because he got into it with the owner. He He's a guy, one of the guys that takes a knee. He went in on Jay-Z and his deal. And you you know, you know that the Texans don't like this. This is not their kind of guy. I don't know how they're going to navigate this. But I, I can't imagine still at this point is going to start to to stand up for the national anthem. I, I can't imagine that that's going to happen. So let's see how they handle that. You know, as an organization, they don't like that. Ask Dwayne Brown. Ask Arian Foster. Ask guys who've been in that uh, locker room and work for that organization. They're not uh, contrarians at all, and they don't tolerate a lot of that. So we'll have to see. But Kenny Stills went in on the owner, Stephen Ross, and uh, and Brian Flores. We uh, we made him. We gave him the Lamont Award for being a big dummy for trolling Kenny Stills. So we'll have to see what happens. But this is why you don't have the head coach as your GM because this dude has mortgaged the future. You don't have a number one or a number two in the 2020 draft, and you don't have a number one in the 2021 draft, and I think the 2021 draft is when you get your third rounder. So you have mortgaged the future to what, win the Super Bowl? No, no, you're not better. You're still not better than Kansas City. You're still not better than New England in December. In January, maybe you're better than them now. You won't be better than them in in January. To me, you're not better than Pittsburgh, and I don't think you're better than the team that I am picking to go to the Super Bowl, the Los Angeles Chargers. So you have done enough now to win your division. Andrew Luck has shut it down, and this is a this is going to be a tough division because they're going to all beat each other. But I think now with the moves, if you solidify the left tackle position. I, and you add depth at wide receiver. Now you have Fuller, who I mean Fuller and Steals, uh, uh, guys that can extend the field, and Steals a great route runner. 
Uh, and then, of course, you had the best, one of the best two or three receivers in the entire NFL in DeAndre Hopkins. So offensively, you you got it. But, again, you have a lot of changes in that secondary, and if you're not going to get a lot of push, now maybe you think uh, that Whitney Merciless is going to have a resurgence after a down last year, and he'll give you some of the pick up on some of that pass rushing. I don't know what you're going to do to stop the run. I don't think that you are nearly as good a team as stopping the run. And I tell you what, you better have a pass rush to protect those guys on the back end because you lose Kareem Jackson, you lose uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, the Honey Badger, so you, you lose a lot. Uh, but again, do you think Bill O'Brien cares about this? He's trying to save his gig now. <laughs> we'll worry about down the road, down the road. Uh, again, I don't think this is enough to get them to the AFC Championship. I think this is enough to win that division. I had them going eight and eight, and, and you know maybe now they're ten and six. And and then the, and I had them going to eight and eight before Andrew Luck. So we'll have to see what happens. Still a very very tough schedule for them. And, you know, you have not you, – you fire one GM, possibly for some sort of EEOC violation. You get slapped on the hand by the NFL for tampering with the New England Patriots uh, a front office guy who you wanted to be your GM. So now you're stuck without a GM, and you have Bill O'Brien running the show. And he doesn't give a – if he's fired, you think he cares about the draft in 2020 or 2021? He don't care. And furthermore, this team hadn't drafted very well. You you have some some stars that stand out. You had the J.J. Watts. You had Clowney. You had uh, Hopkins. But you had a bunch of misses, a bunch of misses. And it looks like their number one pick this year won't start. He may start some this year, but uh, he won't be left tackle. He'll be a right tackle. And we'll see how his uh, career goes. Uh, and a lot of criticism from football people about that pick, although he's swack, so we're rooting for him. So, you know, yeah, you lose those draft picks. You you know, you don't do a great job of drafting anyway. But you mortgage the future. You damn well better win that division. Because if you don't, I mean, this this organization is in, in some trouble. But I like Tunzel, and I like what he'll be able to bring you at the left tackle position. You got to have one. Second most important position in all the football. And he's a good one. He's he's one to build around. Let's see. But you know the thing is, they 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 do this stuff and they talk about Matt Khalil and they talk about they talk about him all off season. And boy, first chance they got, they cut him. And so you can't believe anything coming out of that organization. Uh, before it was like, oh yeah, he's moving well, he's coming together. It's you know, hey, the the, the sky is is blue and you know, hey, the temperatures are whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying this. You did all that talking, and the first opportunity you got, you cut him. But I'm going to miss Jadavion Clowney, except I'm going to watch him in Seattle. They're going to do work. Legion of Boom 2? I don't know. We'll have to see. But that team will be competitive. And as long as you have the highest-paid guy in the NFL, you have that Russell Wilson guy. That guy can get it done. So with that, going to wrap up the first half of the show. Still, um, before I do that, Ezekiel Elliott Watch, he hadn't signed yet. We'll have to see. He'll probably be in in the next couple of days. We think so. Uh, Melvin Gordon, on the other hand, for the Chargers, not so much. So with that, going to take a time out here. Word from our sponsor and a Mixed from 
our resident DJ, DJ Anarchy, in the second half of the show, an interview with Robin Owens. Going to teach you guys how to make some some uh, good, healthy tailgating stuff. So you can eat healthy and tailgate and, and do it with a clear conscience. So you don't go wake up Monday morning disgusted with yourself because you ate all these unhealthy things uh, while watching the games. She's going to tell you what to cook and how to cook and how you can learn directly from her. All that's in the second half half of the show this is the sports talk devin wade podcast on spotify itunes stitcher soundcloud wherever you get your podcast sports talk with devin wade wants to thank our sponsor kofi bankus and cobank homes the vision at cobank homes is simple and it stems from the belief that clients can trust cobank to guide them to realize one of if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make their home CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832-757-7950. That's 832-757-7950. CoBank Homes through Keller Williams. Five of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Man, that's our guy, DJ Anarchy. I mean, look, hey, that's that MJ. He chopped and screwed and remixed uh, Michael Jackson. So, hey, that's our guy. want to remind you guys, if you are a fledgling artist or DJ or musician of any kind, send us your music and we'll play a snippet at the halfway point and uh, an entire track or an extended part of an entire mix or track at the end of a podcast. Just hit me up at Devin at WadesWordProductions.com. And, of course, you can always reach out to me on the website, WadesWordProductions.com. With that, want to talk a little bit about We the People. We the people. Now, I'm not going to do an entire We the People segment right now, but I do want to remind you guys that you can call 832-941-6614. That's 832-941-6614, 832-941-6614. man, Paul Donald, he's already set to receive a Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast t-shirt. So he already has the T-shirt on the way. As soon as I see him, he did. He wasn't able to make it to the Labor Day Classic, but those shirts will be for sale this week. So you can go online and get your own. But Paul Donald is receiving that T-shirt because he was the first one to call in. Now, that line is 24 hours a day. You can comment on anything we talk about on the podcast or ask any questions or make uh, mention of any team you want us to talk about, all of that. And uh, you do that, you, just like Paul Donald, may very well get a free Sports Talk with Devin Wade T-shirt. 
But again, more than just getting the gear, what you're doing is you are financially supporting this podcast. You're saying, hey, you know what? I appreciate what you do. I want you guys to do more. I want it to be bigger and better. I want you to fly around the world bringing us sports up close and personal. That's what you're doing when you buy a T-shirt or support our sponsor or whatever. So uh, we want to remind you of that. And, of course, I will have a poll questions. I'm going to ask you guys. Who is going to win every division? That's going to be on the We the People segment. If you go under the Sports Talk with Devin Wade banner on the website, and you will see We the People. Under that, you will see some poll questions. I want you guys to take some time out and uh, reach out and uh, tell us what you think on those poll questions. And they're going to be those predictions for each and every division and who's going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to ask you guys and open it up to do that. So that's coming up. Uh, so a lot going on with the website and if you uh, get the newsletter you'll hear about it without me having to tell you about it but right now i want to play an interview i had with robin owens she is the uh, entrepreneur that started meal prep with me now that is about uh, these classes that she offers where she teaches you how in one day one session you can learn how to make some meals some easy healthy clean eating as she describes in one session you in it's a fun fun thing and the reason why i know it's fun is because i follow her on social media so you'll hear me talk quite a bit about her social media she does a great job with that but like uh, a friend of mine chris caldwell she sort of transformed her life and you can kind of see it on social media and she just lives this fascinating life on ig and she transformed her life and uh, she started with working out and now clean eating well she's doing a tailgating edition that's happening saturday and if you use the promo code if you tell a d wade sent you d wade just tell her about the podcast you will save some money on that session so go to her say hey d wade sent me i'm signing up but d wade i heard you on the sports talk with devin wade podcast and she will look out for you so it's a fun conversation and uh, maybe you'll learn something and uh, maybe you'll want to learn more here's our conversation with robin owens promised uh, in our attempt to be a, a wraparound sports talk podcast we are talking with robin owens of meal prep with me houston or meal prep with me she'll tell you all about it because i care about you guys i want to make sure you uh, in addition to enjoying the games and knowing who to root for and how much to uh, wager on those things we want you to know what you can eat when you are uh, watching the games want to say good uh, afternoon to miss robin how are you I am doing wonderful, Devin. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing good. And I can let me say this, a number of things. Let me preface all of this by saying this is an interview that's only been made possible by Instagram. You are like the Lil Duval of Instagram. You are living your best life. And <laughs> I, I feel like I, you, I, just like if you watch Oprah or something, I feel like I know you by following you on Instagram. You just live a fabulous life. Not less than 24 hours ago, you were you were literally physically flying, right? Physically flying. I was in the air coming from Houston, heading towards L.A. Well, no, I'm talking about the I fly thing that you were doing. 
Yes, yes, I was. So I absolutely last night was my first time ever in that simulated um, skydiving. That is probably the closest I'll ever get to actual skydiving, but it was a blast. A lot of fun. So I, essentially, I know your Instagram better than you do. Is, is that what we Exactly. I was flying this morning on an actual plane, so catch up. Well, I, I saw that too. I, with the sunrise on the West Coast, I did. Yes. See, I'm a fan, and I don't even post very much on Instagram. I'm much more of a Twitter person, but I've watched your personal evolution almost like that of a, a television personality or something. You posted uh, a lot of workout videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that where you guys were working out with my guy, Chris Caldwell, Feast with the Beast, plug for those yep. guys. And then you made a step in a different direction, and you have gotten into meal prep. Talk a little bit about your evolution, because I've heard you talk about it, and it's uh, such an interesting thing how you can start at one point. And really, guys, if you don't believe me, just go to her Instagram, and you can go back a couple years and watch the evolution. But tell folks how how you got to where you are now, where you are actually putting on uh, meal prep classes. Absolutely. And it's it's interesting you used a couple of words that are absolutely true. It is a journey that started for me a couple of years ago. And uh, I started out at Feast with Beast with Chris Carwell and Marvin Lamont and started working out there and realized they would preach the workout, the workout. But they also started talking nutrition. And when I finally started listening, that's when I really started to see changes in my physique, in my fitness, in my overall health. And it just really, I was surprised at how much you could actually change your physical body by how, what you eat. And so as I started um, continuing through that journey, people would ask me and approach me all the time, oh my goodness, you've lost so much weight. You look great. What are you doing? And I would talk about the workouts, but then I started talking about the food. And I realized that how you prepare your food and what you eat is, is as important, not more so, than how you're working out. And so as I started, you know, hanging out with people, I would go to the grocery store with friends of mine. I would go to their house and help them cook. I realized the educator and the entrepreneur in me kind of caused a light bulb to go off. because you know what? This is a thing. I can teach people how to do this and have fun at the same time. And that's where Meal Prep With Me was born. And it was February of this year when I hosted my first class. And I decided to look at a format where I bring people around great food, good music, and fun and see if we can learn something and be healthier at the same time. So the format of the classes is, is real simple. Bring people in, pair them up, and we walk through together teaching some healthy recipes. At the end of the class, they get the recipe. You get to take home meals with you that will then be your lunch for the week. So you're learning, you're having fun, but you've also got some healthy options that you take home with you. Now I want you to play uh, quasi-nutritionist for a minute. People are intimidated by the term clean eating. Sort of go into that, you know, I know a lot of people, oh, I will never be a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, pescatarian, but essentially clean eating, kind of go into that for folks who are not familiar with the term. And I will. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And there's so much information out there and so much misinformation out there. In a nutshell, clean eating to me is eating foods that have ingredients that you can read and recognize. It's it's chicken. It's a whole grain. It's a fresh fruit. It's a fresh vegetable. Um, And so when you simply think of it that way, that's what clean eating is. And if you think about how your grocery store is set up, clean eating would involve shopping around the outside perimeter of the grocery store as opposed to the middle aisle, for the most part. When you think about how you buy your food, your fresh foods, your fresh produce, etc., it doesn't necessarily mean you can't have 
a good piece of lean beef if that's what you prefer, or chicken. To be clean doesn't mean you have to be vegetarian or vegan. I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. But there are things that I eat that give me energy, that make me feel my best, as opposed to foods that I have to recover from eating. Now, of course, even on a clean eating program, you should be able to enjoy you know, a cheap meal, something that, that satisfies your sweet tooth or whatever those cases might be. But in the meantime and in the interim, you've got to be able to eat some foods that fuel your body and give you energy without making you feel sluggish or having other negative effects on you. So that, to me, is what the essence of clean eating is. And I want to know, like, how quickly did you realize the results before you start to really further immerse yourself into the, the clean eating culture? It probably... It took probably a good 30 days of adhering to the initial program that the guys gave me before I really started to see, you know, the changes that I wanted to to see. Probably 30 days of my basic no eating out, no alcohol, no added sugar, just to kind of get your body reset. And then from there, you begin to add back in the things that you want to have in your regular life. So it takes, it depends on where you start on your journey, how long it's going to take you to really begin to see results. But the key is that if you combine your eating, your exercise, your hydration, water, and rest, I think are the four most important things to really making a healthy lifestyle. And those are things that have made the biggest difference for me. So once you start, you know, give yourself 30 days, literally 30 days to break old habits and make new habits. And then you're going to begin to see the changes that you want. Now, here's the sports tie-in. Your next mm-hmm. meal prep with me is all for the the. Fo- I mean, we're in Texas football fans. All for the football right. folks and uh, how to, I guess, clean tailgate. So, uh, tell us a little bit about what you have coming up and what motivated you to come up with this theme because I I saw a promos for the promo shoot. It it really, it caught my eye. It looks interesting. Uh, Talk a little bit about how you came up with the concept and what you'll be doing on September the 7th. Okay, so every class I come up with recipes of things that either I think are tasty or that are timely. And so for our fall group of classes, I thought it's timely to come up with something to help with football. And again, my sister and I were talking about the marketing piece of it, and she's a marketing guru. She said, you know, you need to do something around tailgating. I said, you know what, that makes perfect sense because whether it's high school or football or, or college or professional football, we're going to these tailgate parties. You're, you always want to bring something. You want to be able to enjoy yourself, but also don't want to um, come and break my diet every single weekend because it's so easy to undo those 30 days of good habits with one weekend of bad eating. And so that's where the idea came from. And so in our classes in September, we are going to still make the meals that you can have for lunch the following week, but we're going to make recipes that you can expand to take to a tailgate party to enjoy without having the guilt afterwards. So we have a couple of takes on wings, which are a favorite at your tailgate parties, but they've got so much fat, they've got so many calories. And then it's like, how can, and, and with most tailgate foods, you don't eat just one. Who goes to a tailgate and eats one wing? Nobody. And so we wanted to create some recipes where you can enjoy yourself, feel satisfied, but still have gotten some healthy options in your tailgate party and also for your lunch the week after. Give us one recipe or maybe two recipes that go with a half a case of beer and, and a half of a fifth of crown when your team is losing. What go, oh what, what pairs well with, with a, a half a fifth of crown? <laughs> okay, listen, I don't know if I can have any remedy, any remedy for your team that's losing. However, however, you can do, um, I have these great roasted sweet potatoes that can take the place of your fry. 
and you can make them either with cinnamon and sugar on them, or you can make them with chili powder, or salt, and pepper to make them kind of savory, spicy. Um, and those are a good alternative to deep fried, you know, fries that you might get from your local wing place or that you might, you know, make in your own deep fryer. So that's one thing I'd give you as a good comfort food to make you feel better. But the thing actually, and I'm going to do this while I'm out here in LA, I'm going to do a little how-to video on how to make these boneless buffalo chicken quote-unquote wings. They're actually ground chicken breast meatballs that taste just like buffalo wings, but have only one gram of fat in them, have all the protein in them, and none of the guilt of your regular chicken wings. So in a nutshell, I would say, you know, boneless buffalo chicken meatballs and the sweet potato, baked sweet potato nuggets are going to be a good go-to, whether your team is winning or they're losing. They're going to be good for you either way. So what do you have for, say, the the vegetarian? Do you have some, maybe a kale or quinoa or... Uh, I mean, mushrooms, I mean, anything. Uh, have you uh, comprised your full menu yet? We are. So my menus are usually a surprise until uh, everyone gets to the class. But I will leak a couple of things to you because some of them were in my promo video, as you said, as you saw. Um, one of the things that we're going to do is a kale salad. Um, and the reason I like doing kale for prep is because unlike regular lettuce, that gets wilted if you put any kind of dressing on it after a day. You can't do salad the next day at all. Everyone's tried it. You bring it home, and it's, it's not edible. But kale, on the other hand, is a sturdy vegetable that will hold up in, in refrigeration overnight. So we'll do a kale salad that has a good, sweet, um, kind of like an Asian savory dressing on it with some crunch in it with some sunflower seeds and cranberries that will kind of give it a very nice color and a really, really good flavor that is a nice alternative to your spicy, savory meatballs that you may also enjoy. So we'll do a kale salad. It's a good option for a vegan. I do an amazing black bean burger that I literally make from scratch. They're so easy and so good. And if you like sliders, that's a perfect thing to have. If you don't want to have the meat, these black bean burgers are phenomenal. And you can do them with all the normal toppings that you do any other burger. That's another thing that we did in my last class that I've got a couple of vegetarians already that are registered for my upcoming classes. And we're going to let them do those while we do our meatballs so that they don't feel left out. So I want you to give you an opportunity to make an appeal to the fellas. A lot of fellas get intimidated with one in the kitchen. I mean, I, I, that's sort of cliche, and it's not exactly true, but there's still a lot of guys who, who don't want to venture in the kitchen or are intimidated. Uh, what do you say to the fellas uh, about coming into a class like that and, and learning how to make some things really easy and quickly? I would tell them, first of all, come on to the class. You will we'll have a lot of fun. It's something that is, is low pressure, we'll laugh, we'll enjoy, we'll have a good time. I would encourage you to come in and try it out. About 30% of my classes have been male so far, so it's not like you'll be the only guy in the room. So if you decide to come to class, I'd say come on. If you want some extra tips, we're certainly there for you. I also offer, and that's what I find a lot of my gentlemen like to do as well, is I offer a concierge service, which is where I will come to your home We'll plan a menu and we'll prepare it together where you're getting the coaching, uh, but you're getting it in your own kitchen setting. So you're getting more in-depth, your own personal recipes that, uh, of food that you would like to have prepared. And then you're also making the quantities that work for you, and you're right there in your own kitchen. And so both of those options are available on my website. And that's, we haven't said that, but it's mealprepwithme.org is, is my website, and you can go to meal prep classes or meal prep extras. And in both of those places, they can register for whatever they want. So tell people the details about the September class so they can learn all about the tech, where, when, and uh, how much. Perfect. So September 7th, 
I've got classes at 9.30 and 11.30 in the morning, and we are right in Third Ward at Etta's Kitchen. And that's um, right there on Emancipation, 4202 Emancipation. The exact address is on my website. Um, the classes are $100, and with that, you'll get the instruction. You'll get your meal that you take home with you. We'll do five to seven meals that you'll take home in addition to the cooking experience and the music, and we'll do a little cocktail, a little tailgate cocktail, and um, some great recipes for tailgating and for your lunch for the upcoming week. And these recipes, once you learn them, you don't, you can't unlearn them. These are things you, that you can add to your repertoire in the kitchen. Exactly, and that's the beauty of it, is that you will never, um, once you've got the recipes, once you've done it yourself, you can go and recreate it in your own kitchen. And that's the gift of it that keeps on giving. So the idea would be, for someone who takes a class, my class every month, at the end of the summer, at the end of the year, you'll have, you know, 12 recipes that can go into your own your own kitchen that you can pull out whenever you want to. And again, how can folks, now this is the great part, how can they follow you on social media? Because yeah. you, are, you are the best at that. You are just, <laughs> hand, I told Carwell that you are, you're the best. You're the best at it. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Um, you know, this social media thing is a, is a, it's a blessing and a curse, but I really have found that for fitness and for health, it has really been a way that really I've gotten my business out there to people that are interested. So I have two Instagram accounts. One is meal prep with me underscore H O U. And that's the business page. You'll see my logo. My little curly hair girl is the logo um, on the page. And then my, my other Instagram is my personal Robin Owens one, one, two. Um, and you can so follow say, you, you have to say both of those again, say them slowly. So okay. folks can, can make sure they hear those. Okay. Meal prep with me underscore H O U. That's my business page. And then my personal is Robin Owens one, one, two. So when can we look forward to the meal prep with me cookbook? I mean, cause it seems like all these things are sort of a natural evolution that you're building towards. You're, uh, are you the next B Smith? Those, and so those are my goals. The next step is a cookbook. The next step, also that is in the works are, you know, videos where people can, if, you, if you're not in Houston and you want a how-to on how to make these meatballs, is that you can click and purchase, you know, the instructional video for that. It's, you know, why are we not, why can't we have a meal prep with me in D.C., in New York, in L.A.? So, you know, those are, those are my plans. Keep watching my social media, God willing, and I do the put in the work. We'll be going nationwide at some point in the next year. I'm claiming it. I'm saying it here first because I think it's something who, it's an idea whose time has come. And I think that people can benefit from it. And the part I'm passionate about is teaching people um, how to take control of their health so that you don't feel like you've got to be dependent on somebody else in order for you to be healthy. No doubt about it. Well, I certainly appreciate it. And we wish you all the best. And, and hey, right now on this podcast, you have a national audience. So folks literally from coast to coast are listening. So we certainly appreciate you taking up time. I may incorporate the meatballs with my, my tailgating. And, and and maybe a little less crying, a little bit more meatballs. How about that? There you go. you got to balance <laughs> it all out. And I will listen, let me know. Let me know if I can give you any tips. You know, I'm here to help. Well, I certainly appreciate it. And uh, anytime we can sort of get our listeners a little bit healthier while uh, getting them game ready, we certainly appreciate the opportunity to do so. And, and we'll keep following you on uh, social media. And, uh, hey, let me know how. I guess we'll see how the class turns out on your uh, meal prep with me, if I can say it, Instagram page. So we'll be looking for those things yeah. as well. September look 7th, right? It's coming. September 7th, that's right, 9.30 and 11.30 in the morning. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you so much for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the time.
fun conversation with Robin Owens. And again, use the promo code D-Wade. Just tell her, hey, D-Wade sent you. Devin Wade sent you. And uh, you'll save a little bit on that class. But again, it's happening September 7th. So you don't have a lot of time. But you definitely want to check it out. If not now, in the near future, uh, to see how to cook meals. Now, me, I am a bit of a foodie. I, I, you know, I'm a home run hitter with food. So either I'm going to hit a home run or I'm, I'm, I'm going to strike out. There's no middle ground. I don't make anything that's all right. Either it's really good or it's, it's horrible. So <laughs> I'm somewhere in the middle. But, yeah, I've, you know, I'll have to get in class and see if I can pick up a few tips. Uh, although I've done the black bean burgers. I've done the portobello burgers. I don't, hey, uh, you got don't sleep on those. I can tell you about those. But I'm sure there's a lot I can learn about clean eating, and hopefully you guys have checked it out. And tell me how it goes, because I won't have a chance to check out this class this Saturday. I'll be in San Antonio, but I do want to check out one in the near future. But in the meantime, you guys can tell me all about it. And again, just a reminder, you heard about this on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. With that, it's time for the Lamont Award. I don't want to wish you no bad luck. But I hope your ship sinks with no lifeboats and no life preservers and a school of piranhas surrounding you, you big dummy. The Lamont Award is given to the big dummy of the week. That's when we recognize somebody for doing something very, very stupid. And each week it seems like we have more and more competitors. But this week I am going to give the Lamont Award to Hugh Freeze. You say, well, who is Hugh Freeze? He, I think he used to be uh, the coach at Ole Miss, but he's now the coach at Liberty University, and his team took on Syracuse for the home opener and a big game his first time doing that. But here's the problem. So it looks like Mr. Freeze had surgery on a back issue, got a staph infection. That is that's, that's painful. I'm so sorry to hear that. I am not making fun of that at all. He is bedridden. He was bedridden, and he is bedridden. So hence the Lamont Award. So this is what Mr. Hugh Freeze did. So instead of Hugh Freeze taking the night off and letting his capable coaching staff, which he hired, take over for a night while he recovered, he decided that he would coach the team from the press box. But no. Not just from the press box, in a hospital bed in the press box. This is how he chose to coach his team. So this guy is so narcissistic that he thinks that the world will stop in this team, which did not have a chance to beat Syracuse in the first place. But you're so narcissistic that you think, oh, I cannot possibly let this game go on without uh, me being there and being present, even if I have to lie down in a bed and do a – not only – he did a post-game press conference uh, by a teleconference or, you know, sort of by FaceTime uh, from his hospital bed in – in the press box. So he had to inconvenience all of these people, somehow get a hospital bit, somehow get transported, because I assume he must have left the hospital, or maybe he just had a, I don't However, he decided to get a hospital bit put in a press box, and I, you just know, you just know he wanted to use this as a lesson. Hey, no matter what, I'm here for you guys. No matter what, we have to keep fighting. You know he used that in the team speech, or he will use that in the team speech. And so normally, uh, I would say to a guy like Hugh Freeze, who just made it all about him, he, he really did make it all about him. Now, again, this is not the national championship game. This is not the championship semifinals. 
This is not even a bowl game. This is your first game of the season against an opponent that you will not have an opportunity to beat. They're number 22 in the country. We're talking about Syracuse. Now, again, you know, yeah, you think you got a shot. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But they lose, and, and that's fine. But he thought it was so important that he be there. That And normally in this situation, you know what I would say? I would say, sit your ass down. But instead, I'm going to say, get your ass up and get back to the hospital for calling a game in a hospital bed when you certainly didn't need to. It's a football game. As much as I love and live and die with football, it's a football game. It's an August, well, it's a September football game. No, it was an August football game. That was August 31st. So this is an August football game. You decided to that you are just so important to the process that you had to have a hospital bed towed it up there uh, poor fellas who had to do their ladies whoever had to set the bed up and set up all of this stuff for him to do the game for no damn reason you could have just you would have lost anyway you could have just watched the game from home but instead you had to inconvenience everybody make it all about you you got all of the FaceTime you could on ESPN and you have a cliche kind of fight through anything to get to uh, you know to show up for a game and you have that in your your back pocket, but you also have the Lamont Award because you are a big dummy. You big dummy. <laughs> With that, before I let go. Before I let go. Before I let go, hey, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. want to thank uh, all of the folks who uh, are going online to WaysWordProductions.com and interacting. We certainly appreciate that. Sign up, subscribe for the newsletter so you can be a part of that. A lot of fun stuff coming up, including our predictions for the NFL season and your predictions. We'll see what you think and uh, whatever else you want to talk about. If you don't want to talk about football, call 832-941-6614 if you have some thoughts on my thoughts on Jadavion Clowney. What do you think about the Texans? Do you like the moves they made? 832-941-6614, 24 hours a day. Operators are standing by. It's actually voicemail, but you can do it that way. Want to thank you guys so much, and as always, have a great day. Oh,